to How to Human. I'm your co-host Nenad and today I'm talking with Mia. In today's episode we talked about yoga, philosophy, confidence, open-mindedness, questioning yourself, but also about karma and Buddhism. It was overall a very interesting and deep conversation um, with a lot of philosophizing and self-reflection and reflecting to our own lives and how we came to understand these um, maybe bigger um, things. So um, who is Mia? Mia is a very interesting person. She had uh, a lot happening in her life. She started from troubled fast but she was able to turn those things around in her favor. Well, hello everyone. After his introduction, I feel a bit nervous because it sounds like I've been through so many. Can I say dirty word here? Shit. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, I'm Mia and I live in Shanghai. I run a yoga studio here. And that's it. That's the basic information. That's not a basic information. <laughs> that's, that's a basic information you put on a card. But I'm trying to get into your personality. So, like, there are so many people that are doing yoga and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. what got you to try to want to do something like yoga? Why are you not, like, selling detergents or no. or something like that? Because I'm not persuaded. So, uh, okay. Uh, I think I started to do yoga, like, uh, five, six years ago. I was just very bored with my work. I work as, um, how do you call it, statistic in IBM, oh no, I cannot say the company, can I It's okay, it's okay, nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, after six months I decided to quit, so I went to India with my friend, and uh, that's how it starts. I I was living in Shanghai and uh, Paris almost for my whole life at that moment, so I was a bit tired of the urban life. Alright, so so my, my, my podcast is a lot, is... My podcast is really all about like personal growth mm-hmm. and I guess that the way that you ended up with doing yoga is I think I see these things like yoga and meditation and all of these basically as an end rather than the beginning um, essentially. Um, because what I'm trying to do when I'm making and recording this conversation is to capture in people or to uh, elicit a memory in the people that I'm talking with, a memory to the time and place when they were not even the beginning of who they are now. Uh, Why? Because when I'm talking now with the people, I'm mostly talking with the people who have already done a substantial work on themselves. Like if you went to um, 
if you if you have done as much plastic surgery as did you if you did as you did uh, mental surgery, you would be probably a black man with uh, with a big dick by now. <laughs> like you completely changed yourself, mm-hmm. didn't you? Uh, yeah. So. Um... That was just the experience, what I was talking about, but the reason that I chose uh, yoga is that um, I was always curious about the, the rules, or let's say the truth behind the word. So I chose to study in a university about philosophy and religion. And then uh, my major was about Indian philosophy, the orthodox branch. So. Uh, yoga was one of it and it's more like a practical way because others are more about the theories they tell you how and why but they don't tell you like in the daily life what should you do with this series so uh, with yoga it's just like you can practice this series more into your daily life yeah that's it and uh, since Leonard says that I've been through like real shit. Uh, yeah, I guess um, everyone's like kind of a bit broken uh, by their childhood. Yeah, I, I, I feel happy for people who's, who has the perfect childhood, but I feel like most people I know, including me, has a bit bad things happen in the childhood. And uh, maybe I have just more extreme things happen. So I was always trying to use this, like, let's say, philosophy and uh, some religion explanation to cure myself instead of the uh-huh. the medicine which okay. the mental health doctor gave to me. You gave me a, a perfect segue. Yeah? That's the word that people usually, <laughs> usually use in this kind of platforms, segue. Okay, so the segue is um, how you used a philosophy and basically... Uh, schools of thought, um, you know, like ways of thinking to lift yourself from um, a place that you were. Um, From all the people I think that I've ever talked to, you, you, the experience I think that you had uh, is very kind of similar, is most similar to the experience that I had. Uh, experience on on a personal level, not on the uh, outside of, of, of your person, because you had pursued actively. It it wasn't it that these uh, tools kind of came to you. You came to the tools. Mm-hmm. So this step is something that I am very interested in. Why majority of people that are suffering mm-hmm. and that are going through. That doesn't matter where on the scale of hardship, is it extreme or is it less extreme? They are all coming to this point at, at least once, and I call this choice. Whether you're going to be a stupid person, closed person, person driven by your anxieties, fears, and all of these. these, these are all choices. I don't believe there is a stupid person. I believe there is a person who chose not to take this step. I see. But this step is so small, so tiny. It's sometimes so small. And most, I don't think this step is not even sometimes conscious. Mm. It's not even in your psyche. It's in your subconscious mm-hmm. sometimes, I think. 
But in any in any situation, I believe that if people who took this step mm. can put light on it by talking about it and by um, what's the name like we like I am right now trying to emphasize the importance of that step. Mm-hmm. I think that we can help people to gain a little bit more of self-conscious mm-hmm. self-consciousness in this particular sensitive position. What is the sensitive position? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I understand. Yeah, and I can talk about mm-hmm. it. So, um, I think... But can you describe how it feels to be there? Who uh, is the person who is there? Like, mm-hmm. the person is totally alone, right? Rejected. The majority of people, after they've been through the things that they didn't want to, and it's kind of a strike that can almost like put them down. Um, some of them didn't feel that uh, like enough self confidence. They don't feel like confident enough that they can solve the problem. And some of other people, they were looking for some like medicine or like something let's say a medicine but it might be some action that can solve the problem like oh fast in one second for me uh, first uh, even though that um i got let, let's say some violent treatment when i was a kid but my mom was always encouraging me i think that's why i'm always confident about myself so i believe in that i can solve the problem Another thing is that I don't believe that you can just solve it in one minute or let's say one night. Uh-huh. I think you have to accept that problems are sometimes can be very tough. You uh-huh. need to just give yourself some time. Uh-huh. So what I did, let's make an example. Uh-huh. Uh, since my I got married once and uh, my ex-husband was also violent. So since I have this uh, experience, I choose to... Uh, let's say train Muay Thai, the Thai boxing. So physically, I'm not training it to beat up someone, just make myself feel, okay, I have the ability mm-hmm. to to give some feedback, mm-hmm. like physically, if mm-hmm. I got hurt again. Mm-hmm. Before, I couldn't because I was a little girl or I was just a, a young girl who never know how to fight against women. Mm-hmm. I don't even, men, I don't even believe in that. In it, but after this training, like intensive, I know that I can. So even there's no violent shit happen to me now, I still feel like it's curing me. Like I'm curing myself by this kind of training. Yeah, just like you're uh, wearing a helmet without thinking that you're gonna need the helmet, you just feel more protected by having a helmet. Yeah, you just feel more secure, and you know, like uh, bad things can happen. But you are ready for that. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I'm thinking all the time now, uh, actually, since you talked to me about uh, martial arts, Mm -hmm. I'm all the time thinking like, man, I would really, I mean, I have other reasons except that one, but there is that reason also. Like just having those skills Mm -hmm. make you feel a certain way. It's not about using them. It's about gaining that confidence, mm-hmm. and it's 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 not even confidence in you in that you are better than, and somebody else at fighting. It's confidence that you are uh, capable of solving the problems that you encounter in your life. Mm-hmm. 
So this is some kind of life confidence that you gain. Yeah, especially I think for girls or women, why people like the superhero movies so much because they have the power that we normal people don't have. So people feel like they can count on something; it makes them feel more secure.、Mm. But instead of that, I choose to build up this kind of superpower for myself.、Mm. So I feel like I can count on myself, which makes me feel much secure.、Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So so to summarize. Um, we were small and we were naked, and then、uh, what was the first step? The first step was to, to yeah, you had the support, right? You have to analyze and, your problem, like what's confusing you yeah, the most at that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good that you.、Uh, the, this is the,、uh, the the crucial point for me. When、mm-hmm. when I started, I clearly, distinctly remember the first thing that I left behind、mm-hmm. was confusion. Yeah. Confusion was something that was constantly within me、mm-hmm. until I was maybe twenty-one or twenty-two, which is very、uh, like a lot of years. You know, I remember reading. If you ever read、uh, Herman Hesse,、uh, okay. Siddhartha, Siddhartha. No, it's about Buddha basically, and he was describing his path. Like he left, and then he was like puzzled. He, he left the, the 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 what's the name? He left the the. The, the palace,、mm-hmm. and he was puzzled by the one Siddha, the,、uh, the Buddha. Yes,、uh, yeah. And he was puzzled by how,、uh, by the fact that there is such a thing as suffering, and how much people are suffering. Yeah. And、um, I had the same kind of distance with everything else because it was same level of puzzlement for me.、Mm-hmm. Uh, what is a friendship? What is、uh, you know literally everything?、Mm. So so then when then from that point I remember distinctly when I started when I met the first person that ah、uh, in my regards was able to think that was my first step. I started learning from another person and then from another and from and then I grew basically、mm. out of that. But like you say.、Uh, Escape from suffering. Escape from that nakedness of soul, loneliness. Basically, did not come through. Very did not come come easy. It did not. It didn't come as okay. I'm going to do it, and I'm doing it. It was more for me like convoluted journey. You know, like s. You know, like、yeah. and there was no clear. Good directions and bad directions and、mm-hmm. stuff like that. It was just progress, process of just changing. And in my personal example, I was literally going through phases. Like I was、mm-hmm. just trying to live out every single idea to its absolute potential,、mm-hmm. and then either embrace it or leave it behind. But that's because also I'm idealist. So,、uh, for different people, there are different paths of growth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if the intention of this、uh, conversation is to maybe give some people some inspiration, if they are facing the same, let's say, confusion,、uh, since we talked about Buddha. Yeah, he was a prince, and then he went out of the palace. In the beginning, he chose to, you know, have some dukkha. Practice is like yeah, yeah. To, yeah to to experience like maybe don't eat or like to suffer,、yeah. but then he almost died and、mm-hmm. he realized this doesn't work and cannot help with other people, and also some. 
people choose to help other people like to avoid their own problem they were like trying to uh, maybe talk too much with other people but then they lose the, the focus on themselves so I think what make me feel much better like less confused is that I start to just sit there I try to regularly read and write to see what's my problem there like what I'm fear of so after I analyze myself like I jumped out of myself and I try to look back to what's like uh, let's say make me make me troubles mm. and then I um, just solve the problem one by one so mm. I think nowadays people uh, have some anxiety that they cannot stay still they have to talk or listen to some songs put the TV on even they don't watch it they cannot stand that it's completely quiet and they only listen to themselves or look back to them their life uh yeah so that's what i was trying it's also like uh let's say it's a bit like meditation or yoga but the real thing about meditation is that you focus on just one thing Mm -hmm. some people for them it's breath some people is uh, let's say for uh, some sound or a song so for me uh i like what i told you finally let's say it's more like buddhist way what, while we were learning so many new things or like accumulate all the knowledge is that finally we make ourselves like more like a mirror. It's clear and clear. Mm-hmm. So when you see yourself or when other people talk to you, they can see themselves. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it, the problem can be solved. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem is that you don't know what is the problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, just like you, 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 you explained in the beginning when you just started talking, you said actually a, a lot. Uh, very quickly and that approach when a person sits with himself and he can he or she can look at himself or herself from a distance and give in this way get some perspective a couple of things that there that can happen that can really help and that is as you say first to give yourself pat on the back and be your own best friend first Mm -hmm. so never like um this is something that came quite in in a sense also easy for me but it it took some time getting used to it or breaking through this kind of like kind of this is awkward feeling Uh, but then i just embraced it and uh, i never never changed that like I never talked to myself. I mean, I pushed myself, but I never talked my, to myself as unkind. Yeah. I so see. it's it's a huge thing that people are missing is to be kind and to be to have to give good advices and to be patient with themselves. So just kindness and patience to yourself. Yeah. You try out, and it, then. Yeah. It's very important also, even... And then you can start analyzing and, uh, like, what's the name? Segmenting the problems Mm. and putting all of those things. That is what you do. But kindness and patience is how, right? But you might make two problems. The first one is that after you, you just talk to yourself or see yourself from another angle you might realize that you're really far from being perfect you can even be dark Mm. or bad 
don't feel anything. Don't I mean, don't try to judge yourself. If you're uh, a bad, you're a bad. Yeah, uh-huh. it's fine. Everyone has their dark side. Everyone has different personalities, like many different personalities in one person's body. Mm-hmm. And the second, I have to say mm-hmm. that we have to keep studying because, look, if you cannot just, like, stay there and figure out the way. If you can, you could have solved it long time ago. And <laughs> Yeah, you have to keep studying, getting the ideas from different people and be more open to different ideas. So you have to improve at the same time when you are trying to solve your problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I also try to kind of... Um, it, for me, it was very easy to understand when I watched a couple of videos on TED mm-hmm. uh, when uh, these neuroscientists were talking about how how senses work yeah. and how our brain actually learns what senses the body has like when we're born uh brain is not really actually even connected so it, it's like you have a computer but computer doesn't have a mouse and keyboard only when you plug in mouse and keyboard he says new hardware mm-hmm. uh, uh, connected and recognized and then it starts installing the software exactly the same fucking thing happens with our brain. So what I'm trying to say is that not only that our brain doesn't know what hardware our body has in which it was born, it has absolutely limited information about how to use the things that he has even when he gets to to acknowledge that he has them. So things like emotions and thoughts and feelings, all these things are software and software we learn through culture. We learn through other people. So having open mind literally should mean having open ears, open eyes, open ears to listen to other people because we can only get new information through intersection of perception. Yeah. So when my perception challenges and meets your perception, we can find information or the denial of that information. Mm-hmm. And... So that's, that's when we get and distill knowledge from. I mean, philosophers and people, like, if you look at history, they would not go uh, fuck off somewhere. No, they, they would talk to other people. <laughs> they didn't get smart by being sad at home. Okay, that's, that's very crucial. Nietzsche, uh, uh, what's his name? Aristotle, Socrates, all of these people went outside, talked until they died, and that's how they got smarter. Or at least they stay at home, but they write and let people read it. <laughs> yeah, but also, um, I think there's one thing, maybe it's only for me, I like to deconstruct, how do you call it, deconstruct myself, because what you know what you know, and sometimes it can be wrong or very limited. So I always try to break my uh, usual way of thought and jump out of it. And I sometimes deny myself. But after I deny myself, I don't get upset. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I just yeah quickly try to find another way. That's exactly what I do. And I don't, I don't think I've met a person who also does this. And I, because my brother and my friends, they always say like, yeah, like you do this, but nobody else. Anyway, uh, it's extremely... Uh, for me, natural to kind of do that, to kind of, uh, I, I call it not denial, but uh, self-questioning. 
I question myself. Mm -hmm. Am I right to think like this? Mm -hmm. Am I right to think this? So not only what am I thinking, but how am I thinking about it? Mm -hmm. And uh, why do I want to do a certain thing? Mm -hmm. Why do I want to, you know, like all these wants, like every single thing that comes to my mind, my first, my first, uh, if it's, yeah, if it's something that I'm really thinking about actualizing and putting into practice and that can cost or influence other people, so that has some kind of consequence, I'm going to question it. I'm going to question where it comes from. Um, it's kind of a dual-edged sword, though, right? If, uh, yeah, for me, if I let myself always think in my mm -hmm. way, mm -hmm. like a habit, I'm like I'm almost dead. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have to, because there are so many ways to think about something, and for sure for normal people majority including me for sure like we always think about something in one second with our intuition but then you question yourself yes mm -hmm. like why other people are thinking like that mm -hmm. so this also helps like it's not something very deep about philosophy it also helped me with my daily life because yeah. i have to talk to different clients mm -hmm. in the beginning i think i was a bit arrogant since i i thought i'm I can be honest, I thought that my, I'm more well-educated or whatever, I have more experience. I was like, a, yeah, dickhead. <laughs> so sometimes when I'm talking to the the clients who's a bit, I was thinking they're stupid. I just lost all my patience. But later I realized that I can be very wrong because I prejudged mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm to read more or to go to more places, to go to more countries doesn't mean anything, yeah. It happens to me too. Uh, I mean, not to be wrong. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, it's not me who said that. <laughs> no, it happens to me too that like I prejudge people or that I kind of come to some conclusions or that I see the way, how can I say it? Not to see myself smarter than them, but kind of like, Mm, being able to kind of think and see further than, 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 than a certain person, but then um, more often than not, I don't get really completely kind of, what's the name, uh, I don't find that I'm really wrong. I just find that I'm looking at it from a, a, a wrong perspective. Mm -hmm. Instead of seeing how far people look, that's not necessarily the only criteria. Um, Sometimes the way that people look at things is just so kind of warm mm -hmm. and helpful. And it doesn't need to be anything else to be correct, to be good, to be well for them and for people around. Yeah, I think instead of uh, judging people, it's more interesting when you're just observing them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't analyze too fast. You don't put in a, a value. You don't assign a value. Pre-assign. Because almost everything is relative. Your emotion, your thoughts, everything is relative. So, yeah, we don't have a, like, a rule to put people into different category. Yeah, so... And also, even someone you think he or she is stupid, she can also surprise you all the time. Mm. That's what's happening in daily life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, there is no. I, I, I still claim there is no such thing. I mean, what is stupid and smart? Uh, how do you see these words when somebody mm. says 
an average person. When an mm-hmm. average person uses the word smart and uses the, pers- the, 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 the word stupid, what do you think they mean? And what do you mean by those words? And at this moment, I consider people who experience everything without consciousness, it's kind of stupid. Like you're living a life, but you, but you don't realize mm-hmm. in the moment that's what is happening. Okay, so this yeah. is you. And what about the average person? Ah, uh, then I don't have to tell it all because average person. <laughs> he already knows it. Yeah. How do you think? Well, I don't know. I I think that for average person, they think that stupid person is a person who, at the same time, it doesn't have it doesn't have a lot of information, and he is not thinking correctly. And this is a stupid person. And a smart person is someone who is thinking fast and with good information. And probably he is like educated in ways of thinking that is good. Uh-huh. Um, for me, these words would not bear those definitions. Uh, because what I also believe is that uh, people mix smart and stupid with being intelligent and unintelligent. Exactly. And these things are being used with the name interdependently, uh, they switch between one or the other. And they're absolutely different things. Mm-hmm. Like intelligence, if you look it up, just type in intelligence, what is intelligence is literally, if you actually are able to kind of go through all that terminology, of speed of processing. If I give you any problem, how fast can you solve that problem? It literally doesn't tell anything else like it's just how fast you solve a certain problem uh, you can solve a problem slowly and if you still uh, solve it it's still correct mm. it's not incorrect to so- solve it slowly that doesn't mean anything for me personally so why am i saying all this because i don't think i think fast i actually know that i think pretty slowly and my memory is extremely bad but that did not prevent me or negate me ability to have passion and interest and focus for the things that I believe that matter. So, yeah. Intelligence is something more practical, actually. And also there are differences between being smart and being wise. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, I admire more people... You know, like I have many schoolmates, they finally choose to become a real monk in the temple. And in the beginning, when we were studying together, the professor always prayed for me because I think smart and I understand smart. But finally, I think they did something much bigger than me. They might think slowlier, but they can focus on one thing and repeat and repeat just I think it's something if you can repeat, I mean, I don't mean like a repeat cleaning the table, even to repeat cleaning the table has some wisdom inside, but mm. always your consciousness. And then if you have this patience and you have your patience to wait until there's some improvement, it's very important because some people, they just choose to give up when they didn't see anything happen. Mm. Yeah. So, uh I'm, I, I just stopped judging people by how smart, I mean, how fast reaction they can take. Because mm-hmm. I take reaction quite fast, and I, you can tell that I speak very fast, but I think I always make stupid decisions because I think too fast. Yeah, I remember that part, for example. Uh, at at my one, point, 
one part in my life mm-hmm. that I remember is when I was really just looking at that and people around me and looking at these the different facilities they possess. Some people were, for example, day to day, very, 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 very easygoing, very smart, very kind of, how can I say, uh, they manage their life, day to day life, very, very expertly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, uh, they would. It's super easy for them to choose where to go to eat. It's super easy to them to, uh, like you know, uh, find a, a good movie to watch or a cleaning lady or like. It, I was just observing those people and I was like, how the fuck are you accomplishing those, uh, you know, tasks with such an ease? Like this is an actual effort for me to to come to these things. Like I have a whole procedure. Like a, a fucking PTSD person, <laughs> go, not PTSD, but what's in it? Yeah. Obsessive compulsive, OCD guy, yeah. going through all the steps. Like if I miss a step, it's not right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no. Um, and then on the other hand, you have the people who are all clumsy and shitty at things. But when it comes to life choices, mm-hmm. they would they would like really think them through mm-hmm. and try. You know, to be to be kind of very smart, and of course you have everything in the middle, and then you have so many more things that you can be good at and bad at, at life, like you know, romantic partner and romantic life and business, you know, work life. So all these things you can sometimes excel at one and be done at, at the same time, right? At the same exact time in time and space. So uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> I think yeah, some people consider that they can have mm-hmm. bad luck. Like why I'm always the unlucky one ah, to yes, suffer yes, from yes. this or whatever. Maybe it's because you always have the same way to think about yeah. things that you always make similar decisions. That's mm-hmm. why you feel you're always unlucky. That's mm-hmm. what also I was trying to talk because I was feeling that I was always the unlucky one. Really? <laughs> yeah, for real. Like it looks like I'm fine. I am not in a poor family. I have the ability, the capability to go to the school, but. I feel like, okay, why my dad is violent? Why my ex-husband is violent? Even my ex-boyfriend was a bit violent. Maybe it's because I have my way to think. And like this kind of guy always attracts me. So then I analyze it. Yes, I should consider other things about... Uh, I mean, it's for, I think for many girls who's listening to this, they it bothers them a lot, the romantic relationship. So, yeah, if you're always suffering from the same problem, maybe it's because you are attracted, like your subconsciousness is attracted to this kind of problematic, I don't know how to say English, guys. So that's also why I said you have to deconstruct yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also had a friend, um, she, she was... She was not into violent, like she was not violent, uh, violence was not uh, something that was in her life or that's or something that she was drawn. But I, I remember when I was around her and she, when we were talking and decisions that she would make would come from a place that wasn't really healthy and that with time... Uh, we both kind of started uh, toying with this idea that there is a difference between my subconscious and her subconscious, that my subconscious is actually healthy subconscious, and that her subconscious is actually 
self-destructive or self-damaging or something like that. And I, and from that day, I was very kind of puzzled, intrigued by subcon subconsciousness, but also felt very lucky, mm. blessed mm. that I have what I have. Mm. And that I have this autopilot that whenever things go wrong, I can just, you know, kind of go back to my intuition and let that kind of part of myself drive. But when it comes to fixing one broken self-consciousness, I have a, I have literally not even a word, let alone a sentence or a paragraph to, to, to think about that. Mm -hmm. Like I've never even encountered anyone or anything that, could help that. What do you think? What can be done about unhealthy subconsciousness? Is there a cure? I remember that when I was in the uni, we once have a subject as we were talking about yes, the kid, like the kid who was just born, the newborn kid, uh, like white page of paper. Like, are they completely pure? Yeah, it was by Hume. Hume Shomo. I don't know how to say the same in English. Hume. By a philosopher. Yeah. Tabula rasa. It's 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 basically blank blank board in Latin. Ah, we so we were like debating about it. Um, since I was also learning, like I told you, the the conscious consciousness only of the Buddhism. We don't really agree with this because, like I told you, there's alayama alaya. Yeah, which is like the eighth consciousness behind the subconsciousness. So it's just recording everything you did in your ex life, existing life. But anyway, this is a bit religious, but it's also uh, answering that question. Uh, I think when people were born, they were not all the same. Everyone was already different at the moment when they were born. So why? You think that that girl, her subconsciousness is a bit relatively unhealthy. It might be connected to her, let's say, childhood when she's even too young to realize it. So what we are doing every day, like why I've been through shit, but I still really have a strong passion of life is I consider myself as an uh, how do you call it, object. Like I try to dig so hard what is my uh like uh, how do you call it when i was just born what is with me already and uh, that, that's why i think why people are in a very different way even the twins i was i know uh twin brothers they look exactly the same for sure they they study together until they were 20 or 21 years old but they're so different completely different i think that also explains why when we were born we are already actually different mm. yeah so uh, some people really don't have the luck to have a more healthier <laughs> package yeah, it, yeah in in buddhism and other some other religions like hinduism mm. they call it karma simply they don't call it uh, luck they call it okay you it, have it, to commit that uh it's the reincarnation reincarnation uh, yeah you have to believe in this first then yeah karma works but if you even deny the recognition actually karma doesn't work okay okay so i know that it's <laughs> i understand yeah it's a whole package it's a whole package when you say karma you say you uh what's the name um uh, basically by default uh, already 
understand that there is a reincarnation. Yeah. So no, yeah. No, so, now in the Western world, karma is more like an instant thing. Like, like a fate. I think that like okay. A, let's say today I did something bad. Maybe yeah. tomorrow or next year I'm gonna get some bad luck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the real karma actually uh, doesn't mean this. You're like it's more complicated, more complex. There is more layers in in karma. Yeah. But, how karma works and there are so many. But what I wanted to say is that the Buddhism basically understands and accepts that. Some people, mm -hmm. and this is why I like these kind of ways of thinking, mm -hmm. it does not depart from reality. It takes reality and then it gives it a, a, a flavor, let's say, like mm -hmm. that. It gives it a more explanation than you can, uh, you can see from just the reality, mm -hmm. which makes it, you know, spiritualistic, right? Mm -hmm. So, it acknowledges, yes, you have twins that have a different subconsciousness <laughs> I'm trying to state these things as almost uh, factual but the thing about talking about all these uh, non-material non-countable unquantifiable things through a Western perspective mm -hmm. is almost impossible because Western philosophy thinking scientific methods has have stirred so firmly outside of uh, the the venue that is psychology and especially absolutely especially subconsciousness and uh, but I'm still going to try to do it so we must accept that there are healthy and unhealthy subconsciousness and through those then when they I mean I, I read the introduction only in uh, about Zen Buddhism mm. and in, uh, in this book they they are talking about that basically uh, in the West the difference between the Western uh, view and the uh, Eastern view of the psyche the crucial difference is that in the West, we believe that a consciousness drives the psyche. In the Eastern part, they believe that subconsciousness drives and consciousness basically just does it, like actualize it, just do it, you know, uh, doesn't really have some kind of prevalent choice in it. And, um, you know, that's that's the major, major, major difference between Eastern and Western way of, of thinking. I'm absolutely way, way, way more into Eastern way of thinking. Um, although, if you train your mind properly, you do get to balance those two, I, I believe. That's, that's why kind of Buddhism is also called balanced way. Mm -hmm. Like they, they're trying to kind of balance everything. Or middle path. Middle path. Thank you. I, I forgot. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, karma acknowledges that there are people who are born with stronger or an, or or weaker subconscious, with different subconscious, and they simply form put the essence where the subconscious comes from in karma. And by karma, I don't mean what you were talking about, like, oh, I, I kicked a puppy, so I had a, I have a bad karma. I mean, like, something that you don't even, that is a spine, a backbone of your personality around which your whole body 
eventually evolves around. So it, it, it's not your skin. Karma is not your skin. Karma is your backbone. And then layer to layer, it forms who you are. But everything that you are basically starts from this, from this kind of, oh, you know. And yeah, through Buddhism, as far as I know, they also talk about that you can influence your karma through evolving your, um, so basically you can influence your subconsciousness by extent, but that must mean that you can do it through your consciousness, through evolving your, your conscious part and your subconscious. So you, you are, so that's, that at that point, then they start talking about good karma. Only at that point you have the, the, the choice even between doing stuff that is going to be a good karma and bad karma. Only on the level when you are actually trying to improve yourself at that level that you actually want to transcend the karmic level in which you were born. So, for example, you were born as a pirate. All your people are pirates and you don't have any other choice, but you have to kill and murder and rape other people. And that's your karma. All right. You're born with that. And now if you come to self actual if you if you become self-aware, to that level to, to realize, okay, maybe I don't feel like something within me makes me feel that this thing that I'm doing is not really, you know, good for me and for other people. I'm going to try to do something a little bit different. Then you, you, you might start improving your karma. That's, mm. that's, and then next time when you, that, when, when you are reborn, then you don't inherit that violence, that turmoil. You still are violent. You still have not such a good karma. You're still not going to be born as, I don't know, like sweet child of Jesus or something like that, you know, holy and uh, all blessed with all the pleasantries of this world. But I think basically I'm trying to describe how karma is supposed to kind of work in a Buddhistic way, am I? So actually in the Buddhism, the final intention, like part of the final intention is to finally cut off the karma. Like to you, find what? To cut off the karma. Cut off like karma. You don't, you don't need good karma. You don't need bad karma. You just don't have karma. You're That's outside. The final intention, but it's too complicated to exp explain. And in case that my professor doesn't blame on me, I have to say that the middle path is actually more about the Taoist. So uh, since we're in China, I can talk about about this. Uh, if you related it to the daily life or why people is uh, emotionally suffering a lot, is because we are always trying to change things or change the world. We cannot just follow mm. the the rules of the world. We cannot mm -hmm. just have a land and just grow, eat the food mm. from that, and then finally die, and we become part of the dirt. We always trying to change. This is uh, conflicted to the middle path we just talked about. Mm -hmm. So some people understand Taoism because we said we are like uh, do nothing, does everything. But it doesn't mean do nothing. It means that you. Why people nowadays we have we need the let's say how do you call it the meteo like the forecast of the weather. Mm -hmm. Like we have to check our iPhone to see what's the temperature tomorrow. But before people can feel that it's gonna rain, because we have less distraction, mm -hmm. we don't have computer, and our body can feel the humidity, like the humidity, humidity. of the. <laughs> 
sorry. That was I'm not kind French. of showing off by really <laughs> pronunciation. Okay, okay. Yeah, we can feel it. Some people can smell that the grass outside smells different. Yeah, yeah. They know that it can rain tomorrow. Mm. It will rain tomorrow. But nowadays, while well, we can't, everything, including the satellite, mm. is infecting our the nature ability. Natural ability. The sense, yes. So just try to change this. Mm. Also, when we say let it flow, it's not. It doesn't mean that don't do anything. It's just like mm-hmm. you try to think that you have to do it yeah. that bad. Then you're less. Let let's say it in a very easy way. Then you're less pressured. You don't mm-hmm. have the strong goal that you must have to do something. Oh, yeah, then yeah. you are just more relaxed. I keep I keep falling for that stupid trap. I think I talked with you last time about mm-hmm. the trap pressure and mm. putting pressure on yeah. yourself yeah. and how easy it is to for me to slip into it and it's 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 too easy yeah it works well i was uh i think two years ago I was very anxious and then i also broke my bones again <laughs> since i played some extreme sports and i was feeling so bad i couldn't work so i went to a mountain in sichuan there's a Taoist temple Every day, what I do is to clean the mountain, the floor of the mountain for the <coughs> way of the mountain, and I have to work half hour to go like down to the town so that I can get some sugar and start to cook. So since I was so busy with this kind of thing, I just don't feel. I didn't even realize that I'm not anxious anymore. Maybe yeah, just think about it in an easy way. Yeah, that's a good point. We are anxious because we have what to be anxious about, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, when you have less, when you don't have much option, it's like, okay, why it's so difficult to find a boyfriend or girlfriend? Maybe because you have too many options. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, yeah. So uh, this was Mia. Uh, Mia, thank you so much for opening your home and your soul for me. Yeah, sure. If people who's listening to this doesn't feel that I'm so boring. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, who can be um, bored by this mix of uh, care, love, and violence in one person? Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank All you. Right.